name is Amber Jewell, and I'm a social worker from the central state of Kansas. And it's really interesting when I get to share my story, because as they say about this podcast and just the sense of inspiring joy, we come to really understand who we are from our experiences. And I know that's true for me, but for such a very, very long time, I didn't feel comfortable sharing my story. I actually would identify myself as anything but the truth of my story. And I have to wonder how often we sit in shame or fear or grief and cover the stories that we carry and the stories that are so impactful to those around us. And so most of the time, I would introduce myself as anything but a foster kid. I would say that I definitely do like motorcycles, that I love children, that I am a social worker, that I'm an adoptive parent, that I've worked in child welfare, mental health, I work at a school now, um, that I have a great family. I would probably tell you anything that you wanted to hear other than being a foster kid. Because for so long, I felt like saying that I was a kid who'd been in foster care, that that would define me by a certain context or as a certain person. And I have to wonder how often we get lost in the labels of society and the challenges that we faced thinking that that defines us, but it doesn't. However, they are a part of our story. You see, being a foster kid was a really impactful part of my life. Our childhoods are the most impactful short periods of our lives because we're developing who we are. We're creating our minds. We're creating our our sense of value and worth. We're creating our perspective of the world and how we're going to face it in adulthood. And so those are times that we can't run from, but they're times we can learn from. And as we talk about them and, and explore the different identities that we held. I think that's really how we're able to find in in my book, uh, finding hope, hope, but also joy. So joy in hardships, because the first chapter I talk about in my book is, is that life is tough. And I think there's a realization of accepting that life is tough, but we can't stop there after that point of acceptance. We have to discover that tough is tolerable. And that's how we're able to sustain that joy is that it is tolerable no matter what challenges we have, have had, or continue to have. Um, For instance, in a world of COVID and whatever barriers we all bring to the table, it's just a tough time. But we are equipped to be tough people. And isn't there a joy in that alone? Well, I'll share with you a little bit of how I discovered joy. And it's interestingly... It's interesting, I would say, because a lot of people don't feel that I would have the story that I have and be able to bring it to the table and still use joy or hope as my prime area of influence. But really those two things, the hope and the belief that there would be better and joy to persevere through the challenges to still hold that joy, which is so much deeper than the emotion of happy, is what sustained me through those challenges. So 
being a kid who grew up in foster care, um, it, it, there was a lot of challenges before it. All the way up to the age of 12, I grew up in a home with a lot of siblings, a parent who had addiction, um, five divorces within the family. But was what was even more challenging was they my dad would lock me in my room and I wasn't allowed to have food or use the restroom like the rest of the family. I wasn't identified as worthy enough or too ugly or just things that were emotionally degrading. Um, and what was so challenging at that time was just trying to identify where my worth was. When we have people that beat down on us or lives that beat down on us and challenge us time and time again and say, you don't matter, it is so hard to find the reason why we do. And yet, let me tell you, those little moments where people do say it make really big impacts. I mean, we're easily influenced by the little and it may not fix the problem, but it just makes those problems bearable. And so the example that I talk about a lot is I went to church. So I went to church on Sundays mainly because I was kicked out of the house. Like they didn't want me there. It was inconvenient. And I don't remember really a lick from church at that time. But what I do remember was how I felt. See, because the best form of joy really comes as a feeling um, from the actions around us and within us and that contentness within us. And so when I went to that church, people, no matter how I smelled, no matter how I looked, no matter what the story was that I carried, they smiled at me. They said I was valuable and they said that I mattered. And I kind of liked the fact that my grandma gave me mints and I really liked mints and I really liked humor. I think my ponderful personality started at a really young age. And humor is a great way to resilience when taught to do it appropriate. But I went there because in the perspective of the church, I mattered. And so what's so interesting when people are going through extreme hardships, so extreme poverty or medical or foster, or excuse me, abuse or, or unsafe environments or domestic violence is remember that you matter and that you are valuable. If you're an influencer, then you matter in those lives. If you're the person in the struggle, like I was as that kid, remember that I mattered to someone and they showed me that. And that was my stamina of resilience and joy to make it through that. Because when I was 12 years old, I went into foster care. And foster care is a rough road too. <laughs> but that's why I say it's all a challenge. And it's all tough. But we are tough people. I mean, life is tough, but so are we. That's what I always say, because I think I learned that time and time again, that we really are stronger than we give ourselves credit for. And it's in those moments of doubt that we get lost uh, without that joy and resilience that we really do carry. And in foster care, it's not ideal. It's a broken system in a broken world, but there's also good. And that's the perspective that I try to focus on. And I challenge myself to not get lost in so much broken unless I want to go and do something about it. And what I learned in foster care 
is I learned a lot about mental illness and the people who carry it and how important it is to, to seek help if we need it. Uh, I went to therapy and it was a great thing for me because it gave me that safe place to bounce ideas off of and get information and challenge my thinking, which I say in my book too, sometimes I'm not always right. And I kind of say that because in this podcast, we're meant to be vulnerable. Well, I'll be vulnerable and say that, but it took a, a strong person of knowledge and insight, such as a therapist to help me get that awareness to change. And so foster care taught me that joy isn't situational. Joy is internal. So no matter what home I was in, no matter what people would stereotype my label by, or what my biological family would say, or what medical challenges I would have, because I had a lot. I, even as a young adult, faced a brain surgery from child abuse when I was really young and the complications of that. What I found through all of that is that joy goes with us where we are. Hope in my book of finding hope, it goes with us where we are and they go, they hold hands, joy and hope do. Because with joy, and that's finding the good in all the yuck, helps us see the next day, helps us see a future that we can create. And it's a really beautiful thing. Because I get to come on to things like this and I get to say that it's people like you and people of influence, little moments that have helped me find that joy and that resilience through troubling times, through trying childhoods. But I get to be that difference. I get to be that change. I get to be that parent that gives back to my kids and says, I'm going to be different. I'm going to change this intergenerational and I'm going to seek to understand and seek that path of forgiveness for my parents so that I'm not burdened by the weight they carry. That's theirs to carry, not mine. And there is so much joy and freedom from the burdens we carry and from the emotions that we too often let influence our behaviors. And so anymore, I introduce myself as, hey, I'm Amber Jewell, and I'm a social worker, an author, a parent, and a former foster kid. And those are all a bit of who I was and created me who I am today. And there's such joy in that. Because at the end of the day, my best friend that I get to see every night is myself. Because inevitably, that's who I get to see. And that's something that every night we need to sit down and remember that we see ourselves every night in the mirror at the end of the day. It's us that we're with. And so we have to be very gentle with ourselves. Take those breaks when we need them. Forgive ourselves as we forgive others. Give ourselves grace for the challenges and some time. And give ourselves the well-earned, well-worthy joy that we each are deserving of. And for me, that's through finding hope that if you've made it through something before, applaud yourself. Give yourself that pat on the back like I have to and know that you can make it through the next challenge. That in itself is joy. You are resilient and I have a story of resiliency that leads to nothing more 
than the joy of being here and being able to be an influence to others who are seeking that and capable of it. What an amazing world we live in. The most amazing thing in the world are the people just like me and you. And for that, I am thankful, hopeful, and most of all, joyful for having. The most that I've learned from my story is that life is tough, but friends, we are tough people and we are equipped with our resources of people and connections and stamina and joy and strength and knowledge to make it through those tough times. And that's what creates us to be better, stronger, and more resilient people in the world. And that is a beautiful thing. My biggest dream is to continue to inspire people, to make a difference in lives that gives them hope that they can become better than they give themselves credit for, that we are all worthy and that everybody's moment of action or influence really does make a big difference. And if I could pursue that dream of touching lives through my story, then I think we all should be sharing our stories because it's something we all can do. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard, and we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time.